Hello, and welcome to Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive of Behavioral Health for Providence, Oregon, and Chief Clinical Officer for Work To Be Well. Today's episode is a topic that often has a negative connotation, but with the right perspective can be viewed as an opportunity for inspired self-care. Joining me today to discuss ideas for celebrating Valentine's Day while single are a few National Student Advisory Council members from across the United States. As a reminder, the information provided during this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not intended, nor is it implied, to be a substitute for professional medical advice. I want to get us kicked off and started today by having each of you introduce yourself, where you're from, and uh, why are we talking about Valentine's Day? Hi everyone, my name is Haley. I'm a senior from Washington State. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about being single on Valentine's Day is because I have been single and proud for the last 18 years. And I know of my friends who have also been single and celebrating Valentine's together as friends. And I just thought it would be fun to talk about my experience and also get to talk with the other NSEC members. Well, welcome. Who wants to go next? Hi, I'm Rivali. I'm from Southern California and I'm currently a junior. Um, and I want to talk about being single on Valentine's Day because honestly, I think that that's more of a sleigh than being together on a relationship anyway, because I have more fun with my gal pals anyway. That's awesome. That's awesome. Addie, how about you? Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Addison Aguada. I'm from Renton, Washington, and I'm also a junior. And I chose to do this podcast because honestly, I don't see anything wrong with being single on Valentine's Day because I get it all. You're not with anyone's significant significant other, but I'm still with like, I always hang out with my girlfriends during that day. So it's like way more fun anyways. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, rom-com is a big industry and there are so many rom-coms that are centered on Valentine's Day and the media portrays Valentine's Day as this like magical event. Hallmark has entire aisles of cards dedicated to it. And I think every chocolate factory in the country cranks up their chocolate hearts and things like that. So why is it that, that there's a negative connotation to being single with all this other stuff going on? Personally, I feel like because Valentine's Day is just so often associated with being spending time with your significant other, it might it might seem to some people that like being single on Valentine's Day may make you seem like you're not special or you're just like people are not able to see your positive traits as compared to those who might be in a relationship. But I feel like this isn't necessarily true because there's so much you can do alone or with your friends on Valentine's Day. And personally, I have so much fun on Valentine's Day if I'm not hanging out with my friends. I'm just I just buy a box of chocolate for myself and just sit in my living room and watch my favorite TV show. Like I would I cannot ask for anything else. But I think that's just kind of the negative connotation that's been portrayed by social media, by movies, that feeling of being unique or special just because you have somebody just some your significant other to spend time with during Valentine's Day. Yeah, chocolate. Oh <laughs> um, having chocolate on Valentine's just by yourself is just the best thing ever. And I feel like most of the time for um, just like having I mean, being single on Valentine's Day is a negative connotation. Mostly just for the like, capitalism, all the like, marketing. People want you to buy couple sets, want you to buy this and all that. But it's like, I don't have to, you know, I'm by myself. I don't need to do any of that. 
Yeah. And like you guys are just mentioning like buying yourself stuff and like it's actually really interesting because at school we have this like thing where it's like um buy somebody a rose or something and me and my friends decided to buy ourselves roses and all week the song that played in my head was Miley Cyrus's song um and it's like I can buy myself <laughs> it's it's so bad it's just been in my head all week and so I did I bought myself a flower and honestly I think that was um and then you know I like wrote myself a little love note to myself and I think that that is honestly so much better than like receiving words from someone who may or may not mean it you know like power to myself guys exactly that's so real because in my school we don't have roses I believe but we have this thing called latte and smoothie grams so basically with our school student store you can order like a coffee or a smoothie and we can and we'll deliver it to whoever you want it you want it to be delivered to so I like I feel like a lot of people not like putting these significant others aside a lot of people order it for your friends like your best friends your girlfriends and it's just such a fun way to show your friends that you appreciate them you love them on valentine's day that's so cute my school is kind of lame we just have like candy grams and they're just cheap jolly ranchers that we get we don't have any like roses or um lattes or smoothies we just get like cheap dollars dollar store candy yeah. okay i'm back at how do you go to a school that has lattes so <laughs> We have a student store. It's part of our Decker program. So we work, we have like a school operated school based enterprise. So whoever wants to send the latte or the smoothie does have to pay for it. But it's a fun way. It's just a fun way to spend Valentine's Day, you know? Wait, did, you say, did you say latte artist? No, like we call it latte gram, like, okay. like candy gram, but latte gram. I was about to be like, what? Do people get their faces on the lattes or something? Yeah. Like, how high tech is your school, bro? <laughs> That would be crazy. That would actually be insane. I'm just loving this whole thing because, you know, you see all these like restaurant specials have couples meals and, you know, all these special things that happen for couples. But isn't there an entire marketing industry around being single and enjoying your power as a single person? And why aren't we marketing to that? This might be an opportunity for, you know, some entrepreneur out there to go, we're going to celebrate this. Sometimes I hear they call it Galentine's Day. Do you think that's, yes. what do you, how do you feel about that? I love Valentine's Day. I, every year since seventh grade, I've been doing it with a group of my, group of my um, girlfriends and I love it. We always make a cake with each other and we put like our favorite celebrity um, crushes <laughs> on the cake and stuff <laughs> just to celebrate that. And we just have a whole feast the whole day. We dress up in cute outfits and then just pick out for the rest of the day. It's great. I love it. I want to change it. Yeah, no, Galentine's. Okay, my Instagram feed has been full of, like, pink roses and flowers, but, like, in the sense of, what are you doing with, like, your gal pals? Like, Galentine's Day ideas for all the single ladies out there, and I was like, you know, for the first year ever, I'm gonna do a Galentine's, and, like, honestly, Addie, I wish I started sooner like you. Like, props to you for that, but this will be my first year, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be such a slick life so you guys i love both of your guys's ideas and your experiences and i have definitely done like similar stuff before like me and my friends we will bring gifts for each other and we'll wear pink and be our cutie like pink cuteness on valentine's day and then we'll hang out and get boba or something it's just it's just so fun like there's just so much you can do yeah and speaking of dressing up, I do want to address the fact that all of us are in Valentine's Day colors right now. We have the white and the pink and the red. Yes. 
it was coordinated. We called right before this to get ready. So sorry, we should have called you too, Dr. Robin, but. I know, well, you know, I'll slip out and go grab a pink sweater. But but what I really want to know is, what celebrity crush is going to be on the cake this year? <gasps> Jacob Elordi. <laughs> Did you guys see that edit? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've seen people talking about it, but I don't think I've ever seen the actual you edit. You have to see the edit. It's, it's, it's life-changing, honestly. <laughs> What would you wait, guys, guys hmm? hold on wait i'm like bad at like social reference things don't look at me but um explain to me what he does is he an actor or something somebody somebody give me something though i know who this person is six foot five australian actor um in this movie saltburn okay it's, the movie itself is kind of disturbing but i think he's the main i'm like, actually i'll look up a photo right now from him but, oh my okay. god he's definitely oh, because I think he is actually, I, I know who, I know Saltburn. I haven't seen the movie. I know it's a little bit disturbing, but uh, it's interesting that the media's perception um, of relationships and how that impacts us. And oh yeah, that's a great pick. Um, <laughs> look what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about some hot person in the media and stuff like that. And it's, this is big deal right now. I mean, there's a lot of conversations about, I don't know, a certain celebrity and a certain football player who happened to have the entire nation's attention. What do you think <laughs> they're doing on Valentine's Day? And how's the media going to play off that? Oh, I, I don't know if they're able to see each other because he has a Super Bowl and she's yeah. going to be on tour for Aaron's tour. So it's true. But no, I've already seen some of my feed because yes, I like love Taylor Swift and all the music. But like my feed has turned into, like I don't even know who this Travis Kelsey person is, but like my feed has turned into Valentine's Day. Like their couple themed so i'll like see them setting up like words and it'll be like it's a love story and then it'll be like full-on like red themed with like the friendship bracelets and everything and i'm like this is a very interesting valentine's theme i, I take it you're not football fans that's that's okay we could do another episode someday on football but uh yes for all the swifties out there we're going to be watching and seeing what happens on uh, valentine's day when you look at breaking out, you've talked a lot about Instagram and finding different ideas from Instagram. Um, what about self-care? Anybody do self-care for Valentine's Day? For me personally, I like to light a candle and get a book and just, you know, just chill on my bed with a box of cookies that I admittedly eat all by myself. But it's okay <laughs> because it makes me happy. It's just a little day for me to take a break and take care of my own mental health and just appreciate myself for who I am for being myself and not caring that I don't have I don't have a significant other on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's cute. I personally, I feel hanging out with my friends is a form of self care because mm -hmm. whenever I have a good day with them, I just instantly like it brightens my mood. I'm less stressed out. I just feel overall just happier person. So I consider that kind of self care. No, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like for me, it's all about the friends, and I mean self-care wise I guess we'll do like a face mask or something <laughs> but it's mostly just about like the time I spend with them instead and then obviously a huge part of that therapy is going over the celebrity crushes and maybe the real life crushes that will not ever be spoken out loud after Valentine's Day slash Valentine's Day but I think that itself is the biggest therapy you know just like having a good laugh about all the crushes Oh, yeah. All the crushes. If I were to tell you who my crushes were back in the day, uh, you would have no idea who I was talking about. 
was so humanly ever, but that's okay. Because, you know, the media has always impacted our, our perception and our outlook on relationships. When I think about relationships and I think about like uh, things I see in the media, specifically like movies or television shows, um, what are your like idealized movies or television shows that have relationships in them? You know, when you look at it and go, wow, that's a really great relationship, you know? Back in the back in the day, it used to be things like Happy Days had the perfect family or whatever it is. What has the perfect family or the perfect relationship that you think in the media? If we needed to go on about a list of all of the amazing movies and shows and couples in them, I have a list of my long. I actually have an I actually have a note like in the notes app of all of my favorite TV couples that just make my heart go like, oh, I need that in my life. <laughs> Can you give an example? I'm like, I'm like excited to hear about your like top favorite celebrity. Like, oh my gosh, I will give you, we need to call after this and it'll be like a two hour call. And oh my God. Okay, top, top couples. Okay, so I'm a huge Jenny Han, uh, Jenny Han fan. So like, like, Laura Jean and um, and Peter Kavinsky from <laughs> the thing. What's the name, guys? I'm blanking. And she, thing, wait, um, all to boys, all the boys I love before. Yes, and then Jeremiah and Belly from the summer I turned pretty. What, <laughs> Haley? No, what's no, with my ex? I'm a Conrad. I'm Dave Conrad. No, <laughs> I couldn't finish the show. I think I just got cringed out too much. I didn't like either of them, so I gave up watching the show. <laughs> well, that's an option. <laughs> Haley, I'm sorry to say, but you are wrong. You are wrong, my friend. I stand by. I stand by my decision. No. See, this is why crushes are more fun than like actual boyfriends or girlfriends. You know, no commitment. You can just <laughs> observe from afar. <laughs> I yeah. feel like the media sometimes just like it doesn't really talk about the realities of a relation, like an actual relationship, yeah. and they focus a lot more mm -hmm. on like the glitter and the glam side of relationships, like how maybe they go out on dates or how like they buy gifts for each other and it kind of helps makes people romanticize it a little bit more mm -hmm. so when it translates back to like real life relationships it might not be as perfect as what movies might portray no that's a really good point i mean i think the one place in relationships and i'm not even sure this is real either there's the whole plethora of reality tv relationships Married at First Sight, Love Island, um, you know, the infamous Bachelor and the Bachelorette, uh, Love is Blind, yes, I've heard about Love is Blind, I've never actually watched it. And then the, the trashier ones like Life After Lockup, they get a little bit stranger and weirder like that. What do you think of the reality relationship shows? Do you think that's real or is that just contrived? I think all reality TV shows are kind of fake. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They can't all they can't all be the way they are. But in some instances, instances, I think, for example, the Golden Bachelor, I think the message that show kind of has so that from any age, you're able to still fall in love. And I feel shows like that or this new show on Netflix, Love on a, something, Love on a Spectrum, where it shows people who are on the spectrum um, go on dates. And I feel like those shows, reality TV shows are more more important because it shows that anyone can like be in love despite age despite um being on the spectrum like any of that so i think those are the kind of reality tv shows that are, are good to have definitely i feel like so many like reality shows are just kind of exaggerated in my opinion or just kind of it feels fake or scripted so we can't really tell if it's 
real or if you know it's fake yeah I think okay like because I've never had a solid like because like okay when you're younger you obviously don't see your friends dating all the time you know I mean like there might be the occasional like crushes being like ooh, I like this person or whatever <laughs> but you don't see like a serious deep connected like relationship and like love like that's not something you see this early in your life like as a teenager so for me like my idea of love and like romance and stuff always came from like the shows and things and then I didn't realize that that was totally unrealistic and then but then my sister she's seven years older than me so she's in a solid relationship and like they love each other and in my mind I was like oh you guys are in love like you have like the heart pounding and like the like what like the rain scenes you know and I was like okay but that's not it because they're just like the most chill couple you know like they'll just be like hey you want to hang out yeah like let's just like go and do this thing together and they're just like walking life together but it's not like the like heart pounding like uh, moment you know and I'm like whoa interesting I totally you know, and it was no, it's okay um but I feel like especially for the media it creates unrealistic expectations and unfortunately for me I see that makes me feel kind of disappointed it's like oh I'll never have a love story like Peter Kavinsky and Laura Jean you know mm -hmm. so it just creates a unrealistic standard I feel like that also translates to when people might enter relationships. They might be expectant of something after watching all these shows, but they might feel disappointed when it's not really what reality is. So I definitely agree with that. I think that's really true because a lot of times the only thing that you see in a TV relationship, like you're saying, is either the really good stuff or the really bad stuff. But what you don't see is the mundane, right? Mm -hmm. Just the normal, everyday, mundane existence that happens within a relationship because it's not ever all good and all bad the way that it gets idealized so interestingly enough I wonder then how does that impact your feelings about relationships and do you need to be in a relationship to be complete no I think I don't think a relationship completes who you are I feel like as individual you should be satisfied or work to be the best self you can be rather than putting all your expectations on this one person's like oh you you're gonna be the reason why I feel good about myself because that's not healthy I it's like that one term it's you can't love your you can't love someone else unless you love yourself and I feel like some ways there is truth in that you wouldn't want to be someone who's not ready for a relationship with someone who is and that just creates like distance between you two so overall I think relationships are nice to have. It's good to have that support. Everyone needs that support in your life, but that relationship shouldn't define who you are and shouldn't be the one reason that makes you feel complete and whole. You should be able to be satisfied as a person, as yourself, and the relationship is just a good add-on to on top of that. I definitely yeah. agree with that. I feel like so many times, like many times we spend a lot of time thinking about like comparing ourselves to people who might be in a relationship and thinking, when am I going to be in a relationship or why don't I have a relationship with somebody like they do and I feel like instead of taking the time to think about those we can instead use that time to kind of reflect on ourselves mm -hmm. and do some self-growth or self-care because instead of like focusing more about how we can get involved in a relationship with somebody else we can use that time to kind of think about how can I better myself to be the best version of myself or how can I work to improve my mental health so that I'm feeling happy and grateful for whatever I have in my life without needing to be in a relationship yeah and I think often like when you 
see this stuff like on social media and everything like for people who are less secure in their love for themselves like um it makes you feel really lonely you know and like alone so i know that i definitely felt like lonely for um a very long time and part of me thought that like that could be solved if um i like found my person in life who would just like make me feel better all the time and then i realized okay wait but like that's not gonna happen because they have their own life to deal with and then like i don't want to be something they need to fix you know like i gotta as i said i need to love myself um before i can love others you know i totally understand oh sorry keep going no no go for it I was just saying, I totally understand. Like, uh, I had a period in my life where I thought, oh, all my friends are in relationships, so I have to be in one. So I tried talking to guys, and then I realized this this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be, you know? <laughs> like, it just feels like I'm trying to be this person I'm not, and why would I be with someone if I can't just be my authentic self? So I feel like just acknowledging that and acknowledging that and being able to be like, you know, I don't need a guy to, like, feel I to feel better about myself, you know? try to find, And that's how I was able to find more ways to comfort myself and without having a relationship after I realized it's actually not that, I don't know, it's not that glamorous, you know? Yeah, I think I, I had that realization. Um, I don't know when, I don't know when I had it, but I had it. It may have been gradual, but it was more of like, then I realized that I don't need like a guy in my life necessarily. I don't need a special someone um, as long as I like have like myself and the people who I know like care about me you know, so, like, family and friends, and, like, that's enough, and then for my own enjoyment and pleasure, I will, like, find some nice-looking guys, you know, and I'll just be, like, you know, you're good-looking, but I don't need to, like, go into a relationship with, like, the expectations and, like, insecurities that come with a relationship, like, I'm happier being single and just, like, imagining my perfect person, you know, like, I don't need someone who's just going to make me feel worse about myself. I can just, I'll just like keep my options open, you know, and just yeah. have some like nice people to look at sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really is the time of your life when you're supposed to be out there dating a lot of different people, figuring out what you like about people, what you don't like about people. You know, I, I always used to tell my son that it was like, you know, you're supposed to go out into the universe and dating is like going to a restaurant and you don't always want to eat a cheeseburger. You want to expand your horizons and have a bowl of chili and try a club sandwich and maybe go exotic and try something with tofu in it. But, you know, really you want to try all the different things to figure out what you like, as opposed to just locking in on one person and not knowing what the rest of the world looks like. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people go into like, the different phases of a relationship now. Like before the relationship, you have the situationship and you have the talking stage, you know, and you have all of these things that Gen Z has created. And honestly, I think that it's nice that we've created these things because yeah, like a steady relationship is like harder to come by, but like it's it helps you discover yourself when you're going through all the different phases. So like, I don't know what phases, I don't know what phases do you guys, Think that you live in the most I think talking stages probably like I said before I tried like talking to guys I think it's fun it's fun in the moment but other times it's like okay I'm over this <laughs> and then you just like <laughs> like how Dr. Robin said you like put down the chili and you go for a tofu or something else 
but sometimes I can see how it can get like situationships can get messy. I've seen like with myself mm-hmm. with other friends that a little bit how Gen Z's culture, how they treat dating, it's kind of underwhelming in a way. It's very much dancing around the conversation, not really putting a specific label on something. And sometimes mm-hmm. for me, I like the security. I like having a label, understanding. And then when you don't have that same level, it's like, oh, it gets really complicated and then just like heartbreak. So sorry about mm-hmm. that, but yeah, that. <laughs> for me, I'm a little different because I feel like I'm not the type of person who likes to like meet different people and talk to different people. I feel like I'm somebody who just wants like when I meet the right person, you know, then it will be forever. Like, I just want to find somebody that I can kind of settle down with. And with that being said, I haven't really, like, been actively looking for someone <laughs> to talk to. I definitely have when I was younger because, you know, when you're young, you don't really <laughs> understand things sometimes. But as, like, I've grown older, I kind of realized that I don't really need to kind of always put myself in that situation. And when the time comes, it will come, and it will come naturally. So... You know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay. I'll live my life. I like how you said that. I, was yeah. really, I like that a lot. It's really yeah. comforting. Yeah. No, oh, and okay, I did I did just say that I liked Gen Z's approach, but then <laughs> that's like me, maybe like one or two percent of the time. But no, I'm definitely more on Haley's side. Like I agree. I think I've always told my friends that I intend to like I don't like plan ever like the idea of it is fun but I don't plan to date just to date I think I plan to date to marry obviously not like the first person but like I don't want to go into like a relationship that I know is gonna end you know um because yeah while it's an experience I'm also like ah (laughs) you know I don't know it's just not my cup of tea but I fully appreciate anybody else's cup of tea whose tea they like to drink yeah I agree with that I respect I really respect I do respect people who want to get into relationships with to get experience or to know like what their preferences is. But like you said, it's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, the tea. Well, we've spilled a lot of tea today, actually, and talked about a lot of different things. But before I let you go today, each of you take a second and give your best advice for someone who's going to be spending the Valentine's Day holiday alone whether you know they're choosing to be single or maybe they just broke up with somebody or maybe they were hoping to be in a relationship, but what's your best advice for spending Valentine's Day alone? For Don't me, honest, honestly, just go out with your friends, have fun, get boba, get food, do whatever you guys like to do as friends. Or if you want to spend some time alone, get yourself a cup of hot chocolate, some chocolates but don't overload on chocolates <laughs> and I'll like light a candle and get a book or your favorite TV show and just kind of take care of your mental health and take the time to kind of breathe and appreciate your own presence. As the wise Miley Cyrus said, buy yourself some flowers, guys. Um, Hold your own hand and like talk to yourself for hours because it's all about the self-love, you know? Self-love more important than external love. So just, yeah, appreciate yourself and love yourself on a day that's meant to love yeah valentine's day for me like valentine's day doesn't have to be about relationships it can simply just be about how Ravali said loving yourself or loving the other people in your life that doesn't necessarily have to be romantic it'd be platonic you spend time with your family spend time with your friends 
But and if it's just something that's too overwhelming for you, it doesn't have to be anything too big. It can just be a regular Wednesday. You know, you can just just do what makes you happy and don't let media or those around you dictate how you want to spend that day. Do that. Spend that day doing what you want to do and loving yourself. Well, all of us Swifties are going to be watching to see what happens, whether it's Super Bowl Sunday or Valentine's Day or wherever it is after that. All of us Swifties will be watching to see what happens. Thank you all for sharing your advice today and talking with me on Talk To Be Well about how you manage Valentine's Day while single. If you're looking for support with your mental health, check us out at worktobewell.org. That's work, the number two, bewell.org. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, and this has been Talk To Be Well. Be well, everybody. <laughs>